the vibes. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Hoop Genius Podcast presented by NBA 2K23. And another role. I'm not letting you get through the, What is going on? What is going on with the role game? Do you got to deal with the, with the... What is going on, bro? Like, you know what? You know what? I don't yet. You said another one. Companies and now you got another this, one on. Any of these rogue companies watching this, hit me up. I want the Versace joint. You see, you see Marcus Smart pull up to the arena in the Versace robe last season. That's what I need to be flexing in. That's what I need. Versace, hit me up. <laughs> what is going on? Here? DJ, here, let me give you guys some context, okay? The time is currently 5.49 a.m. here in the UK. I'm comfortable. <laughs> Come on, man. Hang in, dressed up to do. This show is like mostly listened on audio anyway. So if you see me on the video, shout out to you. If you hear me on audio, I'm I'm bringing you these sounds in style and comfort. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Okay, that's uh you know what I, I just want to make sure I'm not missing something here. I mean, oh, no, it's all, it's got all the robe game on. I, I should have my robe on, you know? Hey, bro, you can do it, man. You can do it. That's just a new segment for the podcast. <laughs> But um, <laughs> you know, it's up here at five fifty in the morning, and we've okay. just seen two blockbuster games in the NBA: okay. the Bucks and the Sixers, Giannis and Embiid, and then the battle for LA: the Clippers and the Lakers. BJ, which one do you want to talk about first? Let's go in order of the game. Let's let's go Philly, Milwaukee. Well, a very low-scoring game by today's standards. Neither team cracked 100 points. Here's what stood out to me. It goes without saying, because we've said this hundreds of times. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player on earth. That's all it comes down to. <laughs> the greatest player on earth right now. He might not win MVP, but he is the greatest player on earth. And speaking of MVP, Joel Embiid, for the second game in a row, is making me regret picking him as one of the MVP candidates for this season. BJ, Embiid went, you know, six from 21 from the field, one from three from downtown. It was a negative 10 while he was on the court. There's something that didn't look right. I know he had a concussion in the playoffs when their season ended last year, but something just doesn't look right to me about Joel Embiid. It's just, just early season and he'll work his way in, but what's going on with the big man? I think it's early season and, you know, there's, there's an adjustment here. You know, James Harden is a different player. You know, I, I said it, I'll, I'll say it again. If this team is going to go as far as the expectations, which is getting to the conference final, not getting to the NBA finals. I think this team is a championship caliber team. They're going to need Tyrese Maxey to take this over. I firmly believe that Maxi is going to have to impose the way they play. I don't like the the pace in which in which they play right now. You want to see them play faster. I want to see them play faster. I think they are deep. I think they have a good team, but they're playing too slow. It's kind of and and what I mean by that is James Harden has imposed his will on these first two games. By the way, James Harden looks. Much improved. He looks like old James Harden right now. Mm-hmm. He said it after game one. He's back. Back with however, a vengeance. However, I think this team needs to play faster. 
I need to, I think they need more. The ball needs to get popping, gets moving, get Joel Embiid moving, flashing, doing all those things. And I think that is going to have to rely on the shoulders of Tyrese Maxey. I think they're going to have to really get themselves going if they're going to take advantage. But you're right. In the first two games, Joel Embiid doesn't look like Joel Embiid. But it's only two games. I don't want to push the panic button this early. Yeah, I think it's, it's way too early to push the panic button. And we also have to give some credit to the Milwaukee defense. You know, a big point of yes. emphasis for them this season is taking away threes. The Sixers only Rick managed Lopez to get up. in particular. Yeah, the, the Sixers only managed to get up 24 threes and convert only five of them. Brooke Lopez, it's good to see him healthy to start the season out there. Still no Middleton, so it's good to see the, the, the potential of this team and also Connaughton as well. So, you know, what stood out to you from a Milwaukee perspective? Bobby Portis came off the bench nicely. Drew Holiday, once again, you know, given how talented he is, going two from 15 from the field, I just, it's just a little bit frustrating. You know what I mean? Because you know how good he can be. But seeing him miss these opportunities, but, is you, a know what, you know what? You know what? You know what I like about Drew Holiday, and what I like about players like Drew Holiday, is he impacts the game whether he shoots well or plays well on the offense end, on the offensive end, or he doesn't. And that is a lesson to be learned by all players, especially young players. Don't allow your offense to dictate on whether you play well or not. You'll look by the numbers, like you said, Mo, and you'll go, oh, wow, he didn't shoot the ball well. However, if you watch this game, he was very impactful. They held the Sixers team to under, okay, 100 points. Mm -hmm. And they have some pretty nice weapons on their team. And and Drew Holiday took on that matchup, okay? This guy guards the other team's best perimeter player, more times than not. And he took on that matchup. So when you put that much emphasis on your on your defense, like he did, you, you're going to suffer on the other end more times. Uh, well, then, 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 you know, you're going to play well on both ends. So give them credit. And, you know, the thing that's amazing, I just want to say this, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who's there. You know, they have guys out. Chris Middleton in particular is a, is a big one, I mean, an all-star caliber player. They go into Philly. And they win. I mean, this kid, Giannis, you know, it doesn't matter who's playing. Mo, I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for you to go out there in your rope and figure <laughs> out. And, and, and the guy, he'll, 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 he'll play. He'll just play with anybody. It doesn't matter. And you know what's scary about it? He's not even playing well yet. He's like, ah, oh, I'm not, I don't even have my rhythm yet. He goes in there. He takes on the challenge. It doesn't matter who he's playing against. Did you see the first play of the game? His first bucket of the game where he hit a running hook shot. When I saw him come down the lane like this, I said, if he masters that, it's over. It's it's just, I mean, he he has, has to be such a joy to coach because this guy plays to win. Mm -hmm. I mean, Giannis plays to win. Mm -hmm. He just brings it. Okay. He competes. He plays through adversity. He gets everyone involved. I mean, he just does it. He just does it all. He he is, he's without question my favorite player to watch play every night because he just brings it. And he just, it doesn't matter who's playing with him. I, you know, I I just I am like, I didn't, I didn't expect him to win this game. 
and he comes out and he does it, wins it. And uh, it was a great win by them in their, in their, you know, this is their, what, first game. Season opener, yeah. Yeah, season season opener. Let me ask you this, though. Just going back to the Sixers real quick. Second game in a row where their bench was massively outscored by the other team's bench. The other team, the Celtics put up like 30 plus. The the Bucks bench put up 30 something. Tonight, the only production they got off the bench was uh, Deontay Melson and Daniel House Jr. who got 13 points between them. You know, you talked about before the season about their depth and how excited you were to yes. see some of these guys. What's going on with that? Because you know, we, it, it's been interesting. I, it's been interesting. I because I I think Montrez, you know, I I thoroughly thought Montrez is a guy, or I, he has been a guy who can anchor your second unit. Now, if it's one thing he can do is score off the bench and play. For some reason. They're not playing. It's it's almost more like I think if they played faster, they would get more possessions. More possessions would get more people involved. Right now, Mo, they're just playing too slow. Like when I watch them play, I mean, every single time down, they're getting in a set. Run, get out, get some fast breaks. Let's get some combinations. Let's get some, you know, con- you know, get some contribution from other guys. Right now, there's a, it's kind of like, okay, Harden's turn, okay, Joel's turn, okay, Maxie's turn. And then they're just like rotating right now. Get out and get going. I think they just, they got to get the pace of the games sped up a little bit. Yeah, I I, th- I agree. I also, um, I think that is tough when you've got to play like Embiid when you want to get him going and you want to get him some post-up looks that you'd want to slow things down a little bit. But it's going to be interesting to see how your coach of the year pick, Doc Rivers, manages to navigate this because the six <laughs> Wait a minute, let me get that right knife out of my. Let me get that <laughs> knife out of my back. Okay, all right. <laughs> Man, that was good. But uh, let's talk about the other the other game of the evening: the Clippers versus the yes. Lakers. You just yes. spoke about Drew Holiday, who yes. made a fantastic impact on the game without scoring the basketball much, uh, because of what he did on the defensive side of the ball. And I want to begin this segment talking about this game by showing some love to Russell Westbrook because right. people are going to wake up and see the stat sheet of him going 0 from 11 from the field, 0 from 6 from downtown. But he guarded Kawhi Leonard just about as well as you've seen anyone guard him over the past couple right. seasons. We've seen Kawhi Leonard He play. made some shots tonight. They were just crazy, though. Kawhi I mean, did well, make some shots. But, shots. But, he he but made some shots. First of all, Kawhi coming off the bench. New sixth man of the year. <laughs> you is think it, you, that, you got Kawhi yeah. Leonard and John Wall coming up your bits? How about that? For yeah, death? yeah, it's in, insane. But Russell Westbrook, when he was matched up with Kawhi, I was impressed by what he did. Maybe the Clippers' lack of being able to throw entry passes contributed <laughs> to that. You know, there was one point there was like a timeout. I opened my phone, I seen Twitter, and there was just like ten tweets saying. Entry passes, question mark. It was interesting. Like, so so the Lakers lost, obviously, again. Right. Um, right. But the Clippers played awfully, in my opinion, because they had, let me get the numbers here. They had 21 turnovers and they missed 11 free throws. They're just lucky they were playing against the Lakers tonight because against a competent NBA team, they don't come away with a win. So what stood out to you in this one? 
Well, what stands out to me most is I'm talking to a guy in a room and I just can't, I can't, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's what really stand. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I got unfocused again. This robe is. I, I'm going to come uh, in a three-piece suit next week for BJ. It's going to give me, it's going to take me some time to get used to this robe. Um, well, what stood out to me is the depth of the Clippers. I mean, mm-hmm. Mo, this is a deep team. John Wall showed flashes. Now it's making me wonder, like, hmm, why weren't more teams trying to acquire John Wall? I mean, he looks fresh. You saw bursts of speed, shot the ball well from mid-range, from deep, got to the basket. I mean, I was like, okay. But if anything stood out in watching this game, is this Clipper team, they're for real. Now, obviously, they haven't proven as a group. You know, they have championship caliber players over there. But as a group, though, Mo, you got to say them and the Clippers after watching, I think everyone is They are the Clippers. The Clippers and the Warriors now. (laughs) Yeah. They are... They look like the two best teams right now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, just, if you just looked. On so, so I'll tell you one advantage they have as well is they have the size because they out-rebounded. Yes. They almost had 30 rebounds more than the Lakers did. And a big reason for that was Ivisa Zubak, who grabbed 17 of them. Yeah, he, and, he, you know, and, he's really been and a the, good, a good the best part, the Lakers traded Zubak to the Clippers as part of a salary dump, and I think they got Mike Muscala in return. So I was watching this thinking, you know, we talk about Anthony Davis playing at the four. How perfect would it be to have a player like Zubak at the five alongside him? Oh, wait, you had him and you got rid of him. I so was thinking, I was thinking earlier today, Mo, how many players the Lakers have gotten rid of? Like young guys. Like, mm-hmm. So you got Kyle Kuzma, mm-hmm. Zubat, Jordan Clarkson, D'Angelo Brandon Russell, Ingram. <laughs> Brandon Ingram. Well, I mean, you're not too Lonzo mad about Ball. you're not too mad about Brandon and Lonzo because you got AD in return and you won your bubble championship. So Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they've gotten rid of some really, really good players. Now, you know, at some point here, you know, it, you know, I, I was thinking about that. When I was watching Zubac and I was like, God, he was a he was a Laker. Mm-hmm. He, he he was like at one point their third he was their third string center at one point. So, you know, well, it's. I don't know. I don't know what to say about the Lakers, but I'll say this. They play it hard, but they're just short. They're just short. They're short on talent. They're you short know, on shooting. Well, shooting. We say they're well, short shooting. Yeah. They shooting. They, they've put up 100 threes in the first two games of the season. Tonight, they made nine of their 45 threes. And this okay. is a team where LeBron came out after the first game and talks about this team's lack of shooting, saying we know we're not elite shooting, but they continue to take these threes. I don't well, you have in today's game. Well, in today's game, you have to make threes. Okay. Make coach ham comes from a place, you know, he's coached under, uh, you know, there in Milwaukee where they have to take a certain amount of threes to win the game. That's mm-hmm. just no doubt about mm-hmm. it. Okay. You can't just make all twos in today's game and win. So you have to take those threes. We could say 
they don't have this, they don't have that. But again, Mo, you and I talk about it. Okay. You mean to tell me as they are going through free agency and so forth and so on, that their star players in particular don't have some level of input on who they are going after and what they're trying to do. Let's stop that. So Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear today or tomorrow what they don't have. Mm -hmm. Here's the team. Mo. All summer, all I heard was championship. Up until after game one, all of a sudden now you're telling me what we don't have. I, I'm not I'm not going down there. Well, at, I, at I, least, I didn't think they were championship. At least Patrick Beverly has um, assured Laker fans after the game that they will make the playoffs this season. Patrick Beverly, who's joined the Lakers and so far in his Lakers career, had eight points and nine fouls. Right. Um, you know, I I just think if you're the Lakers, right, and you know you've not got shooters, you just have to be an elite defensive team and get out and run because they do look good in transition. There's some possessions, but they get stopped. No, Muscles on a fast break. Lonnie Walker's a tie game. The there, and they look good on a fast break. But it's just when it gets to the half court, it looks so predictable, so forced, so stagnant at times they're not going to be a good half-court team, right? Unless you just want to clear out and let LeBron work one-on-one, I guess. Okay, oh, so oh. we talk Can about we the, the Sixers needed to play a quicker pace. I think it's the Lakers that really need to play at a quicker pace and just try and run. Yes. Yes and no. I'm not going to forget, and you're not going to sell me that you have a player in year 20 that that is the best style of play for him. It's the only style of play for this team. That it makes may sense. be the only style of play, but that's not the best for him. And it's certainly not the best for Anthony Davis. Okay. These, these aren't young. Patrick Beverly, these aren't young. These aren't young guys, but I agree with you. But however, I don't think that's the best. Now I'm going to say this in, in the same, same breath here. We're talking about what they are, what they can't do. Let's talk about what they can do. This team is competing. Now, give them credit. Give them credit. They are competing, especially on the defensive end. Yeah, shout out to the new coach. In spite of them, and yeah, in spite of them not shooting well, Mo, this was a tie game in the fourth quarter. So if you want to have something positive to take away, guys, we can't shoot any worse. I don't think you, well, I don't know. <laughs> With this group, I don't think you can shoot any worse. If they make a couple of shots here and there, Mo, they could have easily won this game. So I want to give them some positive. Anthony Davis, you know, he's played in back-to-back games. It's been a long time since I've said this. He's looked great, you know, in, in back-to-back games. LeBron has put up some good numbers. And they just didn't make shots. But they compete. They were getting loose balls. They were running when they had opportunities. I thought they did a good job of, you know, playing within what they can do. And they took the shots when they were available. Now, you would hope some nights that those shots go down and and and, and then, it, you know, maybe they win that game. But I will give them this. At least I saw tonight at home they play well. And if they play that hard, they'll win, they'll win their fair share if they play that hard every night. Well, here's the thing. 
Woj came out yesterday and said that they're not looking to trade Russell Westbrook or make any other moves until about 20, 25 games into the season. So until about Thanksgiving. And I've just looked at their schedule. Their schedule looks kind of tough up until then. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to read you their schedule. I want to know how many of these games you think they're going to win. Okay. So they've lost the first two to Golden State and the Clippers. Um, here's what they've got for the month of uh, October and November. They've got Portland. They've got Denver on the road. They've got Minnesota on the road. They've got Denver at home. New Orleans at home. Utah at home. Cleveland at home. On the road in Utah. On the road at the Clippers, or basically at home. Uh, at home versus the Kings. At home versus the Nets. At home versus your Detroit Pistons. At home versus the Spurs. And away at Phoenix. Now, looking at the list, there's only like four games where you really can circle and say, okay, they should win these. I don't know how they're going to be looking. Yeah. Well, what you would think they would win. Winning is very difficult in the NBA. So in looking at that on paper, I'm going to say it's probably three or four wins that I could say confidently that they probably should win. However, you know, if if they don't make shots, because you got to shoot well in today's game, along with them defending and doing all the things they are doing, because they are giving a, they are giving effort. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's, this, get, this thing could get ugly real quick. I, I want to say one thing. Just my last thing on the Lakers here, because we talked about players they let go. We talked about Zubak and Randall, all these guys who they've let go. In the first game, BJ, who was it that scored the game-winning three for the Bucks in the first game to seal that victory? It was oh, um, West Matthews, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who was the let go by the Lakers in 2021 and allowed to just leave the team? Not West be Matthews. traded or go and sign elsewhere. They just Matthews. didn't re-sign him and he sat at home until the Bucks picked him up at Christmas time. Just Wes, yeah. yeah, just another poor decision from the Lakes front office. But that's enough about the Lakers. Okay. We're not going to do what JJ Reddick said and make this a LeBron fan club. We're going to keep it on the court, talk about what we saw. <laughs> We're going to look at tonight's games. Yeah. Let me get that. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get that out of JJ's back. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm tired of his awful takes on the TV. I don't care anymore. So here we are. We got an action pack schedule tonight. Look how many games we've got. So as usual, BJ, let's run through the games. You just give me quick fire who you got. The Pelicans, who looked so impressive against the Hornets. Right. Clearly the Pelicans. Oh, right? Pelicans. Pelicans. Yep. Pelicans, yes. The race for Wembanyama continues in Indiana as the 0-1 Pacers host the 0-1 Spurs, who will out-tank the other in tonight's matchup. I got the Pacers. The Pacers will win. Okay. The Wizards and the Chicago Bulls, who both began their season 1-0. Woo! DeMar DeRozan right now. They're just going to wear DeMar out. I I, I, I got to say, this guy's going to play probably well every other game. He can't he can't maintain this pace. It, I mean, he'll he, be like remember the that stretch he until Christmas, like last year. Yes, yes. I mean, I watch, you know, I had to rewatch that game because I saw it 37. You know, I was like, let me see what's going on. And they replayed the game. You know, I was watching the game today. And 
they just go to him every time down. I mean, mm-hmm. you it, it's good right now to be DeMar DeRozan because basically he's just playing. He, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a play. He Every night he's like, okay, I just got to figure out how to create space and, and get a shot off. Even when there's no space, he's so elite in that mid-range. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I hope Zach Levine's back soon, though, because they, they signed him to that super max. I, I, I do. I, I you know, do. Hopefully uh, who the Bulls are playing again? Who are the Bulls playing, playing against? Oh, the playing against the Wizards. Yeah. Kuzma, Porzingis, Beal. The Wizards I'm going to say the Wizards. I'm going to say the Wizards. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the Wizards. So then we've got the Orlando Magic, who might be everyone's favorite team to watch this season because just how fun oh, oh. and exciting they are. Going up against the Atlanta Hawks, where DeJounte was really impressive in his debut on both ends of the court. Hawks. Hawks. Hawks taking that one. Here's one for you. The Brooklyn Nets play host to the Toronto Raptors. Brooklyn going to fall into the 0-2 hole like the Lakers and the Sixers. You know, you know, Mo, can I say something? Go ahead. Can I say something? You know, I, I, you know how they used to say Brandon Ingram was, you know, you know, some people would say he is the baby KD. Baby KD. Well, let's take that baby off. He did mm-hmm. a couple of things in that game. Like, I was <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> this is that baby. No, there's not baby here. Okay. Let me mm-hmm. tell you something. <laughs> I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned with what I saw in game one. I'm just concerned. Now, it could be one of two things. Either the Pelicans are that good or something's going on there in Brooklyn that was first exposed by your Celtics. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Mo, I'm just going to say this. I don't want to hear Brandon Ingram. I don't want to hear him described or people say he's the baby anything. Brandon Ingram did some things against KD that I was like, okay. This is like, okay. Mo, I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, well, all right. I, I, all right, young fella. <laughs> mm-hmm. You do you. Now, He's for real. I'm not sure what to think about these Brooklyn Nets. I'm not sure what to think about them defensively. And I don't like their front line at all. Okay. Claxton and Simmons. Claxton, Simmons, no. Now, I know know Zion is a problem. Mm -hmm. But I didn't see any level of resistance. Okay. If Mo and I were playing against Zion right now, I can assure you this. He's going to probably get 40 points against us in limited minutes. But I, mean, I can assure you this. Mo and BJ are not going to walk out of the game <laughs> with six fouls. We're both going to foul out of the game. I was going to say. I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> he said 40 minutes. So I was like, we get 10 minutes at best. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I didn't see any resistance by their front line at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like this. So I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Raptors. Mm-hmm. However, I just based on what I'm seeing, I just keep it on on the court. I didn't like what I saw. And I don't like what I'm seeing. And I'm going back to last well, year. Well, 
Joe Harris is going to come back. First game this year. Joe Harris is probable to return tonight, which will be a okay. boost for the Nets. But I don't like their front line. I, I the yeah, backcourt is if, fine. Let's see if Ben Simmons can go without fouling out again. Um, but yeah, I, I like the Raptors for this. But then over on South Beach, we got a rematch of the Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics and the Miami Heat go up against each other. Celtics, Celtics, Celtics on this one. And I think Celtics. that early season Miami Heat nightlife is uh is going to be in their favor. The Pistons and the Knicks. This is a tough one for you, Ooh. DJ. The Pistons and the Knicks. I know you've got friends on both sides. Can I say this? Can I say this, Mo? Mm-hmm. Must win for the Knicks. Must. Oh, they're 0-1. And they're going up against the young, fiery Pistons squad who are currently looking for a new assistant GM. Yes. I got worried when yeah. I seen the news earlier. I was like, BJ about to leave yeah, the podcast yeah. to go be the GM. <laughs> I I can't leave the podcast because you know what? Well, they won't they wouldn't let me do the job in a row. So you know what? I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, man. I'll give them a call. Yeah, you, you know I'll give them a call on your behalf. I'm gonna say this. You you know I'm watching every game of, of, of my pistons. You know that. Mm-hmm. Now I'm 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 rooting for the Pistons, but I think this is a must game for the Knicks. The the Knicks got to win some early games because if the Knicks start off zero and four, you know the media is going to be all over these guys. Mm-hmm. And regardless of whether it's correct or not, the Knicks fan base think they should beat the Pistons. Yeah. Yeah, they, and they I'm not sure, sure. I'm not. I'm not sure they should. But they should. They just gave a guy a hundred million dollars, and we just got Jaden Ivy, and we just got Jaden Ivy. Exactly. You're rebuilding. We in got Ivy in the draft lottery. You telling me that the franchise handing out hundred million dollar contracts shouldn't expect to win against the team rebuilding through the draft? They no. should. They should expect to win. If you're the no, Knicks no. and you don't win. You're pissed. You have to. Like, oh, I, I because if you don't expect to I, win against the Pistons, who do you expect to win against? Uh, did you see Duran? I did. Did you see? I did. I was very AKA impressed. Young C. Webb. That's Young I, I, C. Webb. I remember right you now. saying yesterday. I remember you saying yesterday. Luckily for the Knicks, I don't think they're going over because they've got the Pistons tonight, then they got the Magic, then they got the Hornets. So well, at worst, they, they go. Those are three two. games. They better win all three of those games. I'm yeah. going to say that. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and if, if the Knicks can get past these three games, great. But because if they don't. Because, because then, after that, BJ, you want to know who they got after that? Who they got? The Bucks, the Cavs, the Hawks, the Sixers, the Celtics, the Timberwolves, the Nets. Then we're back with the Pistons. Well, uh, okay. So they better so, win these three. I, they <laughs> they, if they don't win this three, it's <laughs> going to be... I'm it's a, going to be. Imagine this mode. They could be. They could easily be two, two and ten, or two and eight, or whatever. Yeah, it's not good. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Then mm-hmm. they're going to be questions, and it's New York. So again, if they can get off to three and one, then you could say they can beat the teams they're supposed to beat. And if they win or sneak out one of those games they're not supposed to win, maybe they could, you know, get through this four and five or four and four. But if they lose one of these games, mm-hmm. oh. Oh, mm-hmm. so the Grizzlies face the Rockets tonight. How many points do you expect from John Morant? I wasn't even going to ask you who you think is going to win. Go Not ahead, how many points, how many highlight plays, 
How many of tonight's top 10 players are going to be John Moran? Well, you know, you know I, I think there's going to be a lot of young energy in the, in the, in the building. Mm. So, you know, green and all those guys, I think there's going to be a lot of young energy. Should be a fun game. Mo, you would enjoy this game because there'll probably be a lot of turnovers in this game. A game mm-hmm. you're used to watching. <laughs> you know, that's my favorite. You know, that's my you favorite. Know. But, uh, but yeah, I'm excited to see this one. Uh, we didn't actually get to talk about the other day, the number of the turnovers for the Celtics. Do you know how many turnovers they had in that game one? I do not. The Boston Celtics in that first game of the season only had 10 turnovers. And you know the magic number. So we nice. But, <laughs> but what is it? 16 or 18, right? Is that their turn? Yeah, 16, their 16. 16, but, yeah. But, the more turnovers in this Rockets Grizzlies game means the more fast break dunks because they got rid of the take foul rule, which means you can't stop them in transition. So we're going to see a lot more highlights this season, which I love. We've then got the Timberwolves hosting their new star player, Rudy Gobert's former team, the Utah Jazz, which the Timberwolves should win easily. I say should because the Denver Nuggets were supposed to beat the Jazz too. I got two words. I got two lost. words for anyone's going to Utah this year. Young Bull. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 yeah. Everyone's saying they're trying to tank. Well, someone forgot to t- somebody forgot to tell Young Bull because mm. Young Bull is coming. I mean, he is a player that Danny Ainge would typically go after in that Marcus <laughs> Smart mold of Jalen Brown. Like, oh, tough. you know he, you know who he God. reminds me of? Marcus Smart, Terry Rozier. Yep. You know, just you know, he's just All one the of those guys, guys that Danny, Danny Ainge drafted. Ainge. Yeah. <laughs> So it got me thinking, like, if the Jazz were to somehow get off and get off a few wins here early, do you think they could cancel their tank and just trade all these picks to just... Well, Danny Ainge is a master of that, too. Remember? Mm -hmm. He got Isaiah Thomas, Mm -hmm. and they were probably thinking... The Celtics were supposed to tank, and and they somehow made the playoffs the next season. So, um, But then we got an interesting one, a rematch of the first round of the playoffs. Uh, the Warriors and the Denver Nuggets. I'm expecting oh. the Warriors to handle business. The Nuggets looked horrible in that first game. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Here's an interesting one for you, though. We end the night with the Suns versus the Trailblazers. Give the Suns credit. <laughs> I mean, they were... I mean, they were sleepwalking out there on the, on the court in the first half. And I think everybody, myself included, was like, oh. Against Dallas, yeah. Yeah, against Dallas. It looked and, like Game 7 had just continued from the, the West Coast. Yeah, yeah exactly, like, exactly. But right? then you know? they, they finally had some great leadership, championship DNA at the point guard spot after they benched Chris Paul and put Damian Lee in the game <laughs> oh, in the fourth oh, quarter. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Let me take <laughs> That was, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me get that out of here. You know what? Well, that ran so deep. I don't even know if I could get that out of Chris Paul's back. That went so deep, Mo. You know what? You know I what? wouldn't say that yesterday, but I knew you were ready. Uh, no. I had to say Chris that. Paul, Chris Paul, I apologize for Mo. You know what? It's so love. It's so love. I'm just okay. saying. The true NBA champion came in and hit that game winner yesterday. I'm just saying. But um, do you think they handle business against the Trailblazers? Trailblazers look good, you know. Trailblazers playing. It's, it's great to see Dane back out out there on the court. So, 
Is that one in Denver? Is I it's mean in, in Portland. In Portland. In Portland. Yeah. Oh I like, yeah. I like Jeremy I'm go with Portland. He's been doing. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Portland. I'm gonna go with Portland. Man. Your guy, your guy Hart. Your guy Hart. Yeah. You know, yeah. A little bit of Josh Hart, some some offensive rebounds, some playing some hard basketball. Right. And then we've got a whole bunch of matchups this weekend, and then we're gonna be right back with you guys on Monday morning, nice and early. I kind of feel bad not doing episodes on the weekends, but you know, you know. We uh, you got to handle business first and foremost. You know I, I mean? I, I'm ready. If you're ready, you're, I'm ready. If we got to see if the people. I, are, we got to see if the people are ready. We got to see us get to that number one spot in the podcast charts, and then we can appear on the weekend. So, if you guys want, make sure you download the episodes on the Apple Podcast Store. You're listening and subscribed on Spotify. Leaving those ratings, leaving those reviews, and we might just have to start working on the weekends as well. <laughs> Not that we don't work on the weekends, we just have other stuff to do. But uh, yeah, show some more love, guys. We appreciate all of you who tune in, all of you who listen. That's another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast. BJ, any plans for the weekends besides watching the National Basketball Association? Well, I'm I'm going to, you know, the store. I'm going to check, have my wife check. I I got clearly I got I I'm not getting the call for from wardrobe. I mean, wardrobe is the, <laughs> I mean, it's clear that, yeah. you know what? No, no one's giving me the call. I, I feel so left out right now. I mean, you know. Don't worry. I, no, BJ, you live in LA, it's warm. You don't want to wear a robe in LA, you know what I'm saying? It's hot over there, bro. Over here, it's freezing cold. It's dark outside. It's freezing cold. Yeah, I'm not built for this. I mean, this guy, he's got the fresh cut. He's got the fresh fade. You know the You know the fresh fade. You know the weekend. I'm saying. I mean, it's kind of a, it's kind of a. Now I know why you say you know the vibes. I mean, it's kind of like. I don't think there's anyone else in the media that can pull that off with you. There's no one, man. If you see me in a robe with a fresh fade. To make sure your wife's at home, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway, that's another episode. The Hoop Genius Podcast will be yes. back on Monday morning, nice and early for you guys. Appreciate each and every one of you. Be there. You have a great weekend. We'll catch you guys next time. Most importantly, unlike the LA Lakers or the Philadelphia 76ers, get buckets.